to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection, which these also apply to injections that might be coming our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, homeschooling, and ways that I might be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is an incredible Bible for you and for your family. And you can find them today at www.foundersbible.com. Well, today is day six of our Gospel Truth series. We're going to be over in 1 Corinthians today, chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Such were some of you. But you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. If you've been with me for a little while, first of all, I'm so glad. And second of all, you might know that I don't have a problem speaking about controversial things. And this, these verses can be very controversial in our world today. And I am not reading them in order to create controversy, but just in order to actually bring gospel truth and hope to whomever is listening today. These are, these labels are are big labels of sin that are described here. Some that are hard to even read, that are hard to hear, that are hard to see. And there's a reason for that because if the only thing that we are supposed to fear is God in this world, then these would cause us to kind of, oh gosh, you know, shudder, right? When we read them, when we think about them. It might even bring to our attention a a time in our past or maybe a loved one that we know is struggling uh, in some of these sins currently. And that doesn't mean that we mistreat them or that we spend all of our days in our past and what we were doing because chap- because verse 11 is the most important in this today. And it is such were some of you. We have all sinned, all of us. I know that what I have done in my past can sometimes creep up and it can really take over. And I know that that is the scheme of the devil in order to keep me from 
growing spiritually. And so now that I can see that, it is so much easier to just call it what it is, to call him out and to tell him to leave in the name of Jesus. Because the most important is such were some of you were, were as believers, we are no longer, not because of what we have done, but because what Jesus has done in our place. He has died in our place and atoned for our sins. He has brought us back into relationship with God, our father. And that is something that we should rejoice every day about that we are no longer living a sinful life and that there are people in our own lives that are. And it should open our hearts to compassion rather than our eyes to judgment or our mind to judgment. It should open our hearts just like Jesus had compassion And that we should pray, that we should pray for them that they may repent, ask for forgiveness, and be saved, and have have Jesus the Savior come into their hearts. That's what we pray for, so that they can be saved, so that they can know and understand what we know as believers. Because if if you know what I know, I know that it is the most, oh my goodness, it's the most freeing and awe-inspiring and gratitude to the maximum experience and life that we can have this side of heaven, knowing that Jesus is our Savior and that we have to have him in order to continue to walk in the right ways with God. And that is the righteous path. And sometimes the word righteous um, can be seen as holier than thou. No, it's just literally walking in a right way with God, in a humble way with God, knowing that he is in control of our life, not, not us. knowing that his plan for our life is way better than we could ever, ever come up with. There is hope. There is hope. Obviously, you have struggled with something, and you are now on the other side of it. And sometimes we fall short again. I know I do. And, but we, we, we repent, we ask for forgiveness, we come, we bring it to the Lord and we get back on the path. And this will be a part of our life until we meet Jesus. But there is hope for other people in our lives that we love dearly, that we want them to know the truth of who Jesus is, why he came, and what he can do for their hearts, how he can transform their hearts, and how their lives can be completely changed because of him, not because of anything they can do. 
or not do. That's what I hope and pray for for people in my life because I know that when I was living a sinful life in my past, I had no idea, zero idea of what God actually wanted for my life, of how God viewed things, of how it would hurt God so much with what I was doing. I literally had no idea, literally no idea. And without knowing that, without knowing how deeply it affects God when we do make mistakes and when we do sin, and this isn't like to make you feel guilty or shameful. No, none of that. It's just the, that is what brings us to the change that we need is understanding that not only did we hurt ourselves or someone else, but we hurt God. We hurt God's feelings. That 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 brings change. It does. It truly does. And it brings us to salvation. So all glory to God on that. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this gospel truth that at one time we were living lives of sin and we are no longer because of your son Jesus, because of his death and resurrection to take our place, to die for our sins, to atone for them, and to bring us back into relationship with you, Lord. This is something that we should praise you for and practice and pray thankful prayers filled with gratitude every day. Please help us to start off our days remembering this truth that your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness and salvation is are the best gifts that we could possibly receive that can fill our hearts each morning with joy and hope and peace so that we can disciple, that we can tell others the goodness of you in our lives. It gives us the the freedom within our hearts to just pour this out. And Lord, that is what we are so grateful for. And we pray for people in our own lives who are struggling in sin. We pray that they can repent, that they can come to know the truth of who you are, of why you sent Jesus, and that they may be saved also. That is what we pray for, Lord. We pray for hearts of compassion. We pray for hearts of boldness and truth. We pray for ways that we can speak respectfully and lovingly and honestly to those in our lives so that they may have the opportunity to get to know your truth and that they may live a life of freedom and salvation. We say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Let's keep praying for those in our lives. Let's keep praying for compassion in our hearts. And 
asking for God's guidance with our words, with others in our lives. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.